My problem with DeAndre Ayton is you have to have a gun to his head to play any kind of serviceable defense. Not plus defense, serviceable defense. I don't think he likes basketball. All right, welcome to the channel. Uh, I'm Jay, new contributor helping out on Clutch Talk Pod and wanted to add some value, get into something a little different than my homie John usually gets into. And uh, today, this is one of my favorite topics, worst contracts in the league. Um, I want to put a, a few players on blast, a few situations on blast, and have some fun with it. So um, before I can give you my top five worst contracts in the league with a couple honorable mentions, um, I think it's important to first define what is a bad contract and what are some of the biggest variables that you need to take into account when you're sizing up how bad somebody's stuff is or how how backed into a corner a team is. Um, and the first one's duration. Um, the long, those longer contracts that go out to four and five years, uh, they can be the worst contract in the league with four or five years left. And then as that uh, contract transitions to one or two years left, they might not even make the list. Uh, and they can even turn into positive value um, even when the player is not even contributing on the court. Not to spoil um, one of the players I'm finna talk about. Uh, the second uh, aspect of a bad contract, I think, is replacement value. If you have a player making $30 million and you can turn around and go get that 90% of that production for $12 million, uh, that highlights a very bad situation because you're essentially misallocating you know, 15, $20 million that can be rerouted somewhere else. So from, in my opinion, uh, replacement value, namely skill sets, uh, unique skill sets and replacement value is, is number two at the forefront. Um, what else makes a bad contract is, is somebody's age, somebody's age in relation to the team peaking, right? Um, I call attention to when uh, CP3, the year that the, the Suns made the finals, I was 21, 22, whenever that was. And he had a contract year right after the Suns uh, made the finals. And he was vital to the Suns even getting there and helping them uh, change some of that winning culture. But homeboys, you know, 36, 37, 38, and you're talking about giving him um, – Oh, almost $30 million a year. And that was just based off of his production declining. I mean, that's just, that that was not prudent. That was not smart. And when you had enough time to kind of pivot and prepare for the decline, you didn't have to lean into it and give them bad money on the back end um, just to keep it going for one more year. Um, so age in relation to the rest of the team. Um, and then uh, the last thing is more so strengths and weaknesses, right? So if you have uh, too much talent um, in the wing and you're you're devoid of a, a solid big man or you're missing a playmaker or a perimeter defender, um, some of that talent can be just superfluous. It's, it's, it's not needed. So without further ado, let's get it. All right, honorable mentions. Didn't quite make the top five, but these are still pretty bad. Um, I wanted to, to single out a few 
of these guys here and just talk about their contracts because it's the opportunity cost of what else you could have spent this bread on. Um, first up, everybody who would expect to be top five worst contracts in the league. He has been for the last two to three years, um, the, uh, the runaway winner, uh, Ben Simmons. Um, but he is effectively removed from the top five because he is going into the last year of his deal. Um, he's going to have a big $40 million um, that will be expiring at the end of the 24-25 season. It will actually turn into a commodity. There's players like Evan Fournier, CP3, um, who ain't going to be worth the, the, the $18 million and $30 million respectively, that those two um, have non-guaranteed contracts for, but they may get opted into just because they want to be used as trade fodder um in the offseason so when you talk about players that are set to not make much of any contribution on the court next year but are still um valued human trade exceptions basically um that's where ben simmons comes into play so yeah 40 million dollars is he even going to be a 10 million dollar player next year um i doubt it Next honorable mention, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Now, he has three years after this totaling over almost $115 million. Um, I question, I'm like, if you're six foot 10, six foot 11, and you're a sniper and you're a sharpshooter, but then you don't do the other 6'11 things, 6'10 things, um, like somebody like KD do, he can play defense, he can play at the four, at the five. Um, in addition to uh, the unicorn abilities that he has. Michael Porter Jr., I mean, like, you swap him out for Duncan Robinson, and my question is, is how much is he really going to give you and grow into that that $35, $40 million a year that he's making? Um, I could be wrong. There's still a little bit of an opportunity to grow. Bruce Brown is not there, but... We're talking about a $35, $36 million price tag next year. Um, and if they have depth issues and some of those young boys in the rotation don't contribute, that's a bad contract. Um, you juxtapose that to, to Nas Reed. Nas Reed, um, if you look at, let me try to find these dates. Nas Reed, first off, makes less than half of what he does with the extra year lopped off. Uh, he's averaging about $13 million a year. You get into some of these numbers. These numbers are super similar. Um, he plays a couple more minutes. Let's look at their per 36. Per 36 minutes. Their points is one and what. Their total rebounds is one and what. Their assists is one and what. Their um, three-point shooting actually edges out to uh to Nas Reed at the same attempt rate. This is pretty bizarre. They're about the same height. Maybe I think Nas is about an inch, inch or so stated height. But just look at this. This is ridiculous here. I'm gonna put this up here on the screen for y'all. Um again, Nas Reed, 45 million bucks, 42 million bucks over the next three years. Uh if you count this year. Nas Reed makes $28 million over the next two years after this year. Michael Porter Jr., about $115 million over three years after this year. So we put them up neck and neck, and 
I mean, you see what it is. Again, now that's hand picking, cherry picking one of the better values in the league up against what I perceive as one of the worst, but that's an honorable mention right there. All right, first on my list, coming in at number five for the fifth worst contract in the league. Um, started off hot, Jalen Brown. Yes, I said it, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, um, to be clear, I think Jalen Brown is a $30 million player on a team like the Hawks or the Orlando Magic or the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't know what they would give up to get him, but um, Jalen Brown, $30, $35 million player. I think he's better than Zach Levine. Um, he's better than a lot of wings in the league. The problem is, is he might be the 10th or 12th maybe 14th best wing in the league, which would start on, he, he, he would start and be the wing on at least what, 20 teams, right? He's tough. He's solid. I like him. But when you're the number two wing on your own team, but you're getting paid 31 this year, 32, just under 32. And then you get, five count them five new years um at what 270 million like this is bonkers this is bananas um you look at his numbers i mean his numbers Jalen Brown, 22 points a game, five and a half rebounds, 3.7 assists, shooting 34% from the three. Effective field goal percentage, 55%. Habitually, I am seeing numbers where they're losing in a close competitive game, and he's got 18 points, six rebounds, two assists, and it's just like, damn, they played 35 minutes. He played 35 minutes. And like half of me complaining isn't has nothing to do with him. It's that Jason Tatum eats first. Drew Holiday is the lead guard. Porzingis commands attention. He could he commands touches. He's gonna penetrate the defense in a way Jalen Brown can't. Like like, I don't understand why people don't understand this. Like, like make it make sense for me, please. Why does a dude get, like, he, okay, I'm going to leave it alone. He's number five. Again, for the record, he is a $35 million a year player on the right team. Not a $55 million player on the wrong team. All right, my man, Zach Levine. Coming in at number four. This one is funny because this is one of those situations where the players um, are rolling into a bad contract, a negative value underwater contract before the extension even kicks in. Um, so what I mean by that, when I look at Zach Levine, yeah, his numbers are, what is this? Almost just under 20 points a game, five rebounds, four assists. 
effective field goal percentage is at uh is that 53%. So he's he's shooting about 35% on threes. And the gist of it here is is that he is making superstar money. It was 40 million dollars this year, 43, then 46, and then to finish it off, a player option uh in 26-27. I think he's gonna make sure he opts into that one. 26-27 again, making 49 million dollars. Um, the problem is opportunity cost here. What could you have spent that money on? There's two guards in the league. I could run down the list. Um, you know, your Anthony Simons. Uh, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Tyler Hero and Jordan Poole's name is Boo Boo. Um, but they, just because of their years and experience in the league, make about 60% of what he does. And um, you could even go further down the line and go look at players like like Terry Rozier. Um, this is this is ridiculous. How much money this guy makes on this team? If he topped off a team like like Miami, fit like a glove on the court, was you're stealing money or rookie contracts like like Jaime Jaquez, and you're getting good cheap labor and production, then Zach Levine might actually fit. Um, and earn that $40 million in the right situation. The truth is, is he's a $20, $25 million player, healthy and on the right team, but he's making $40 million, three more guaranteed years on the wrong team. Coming in at number three, my man, Demaris Sabonis. Man, he, he's having a good year. He is having a good year. 20 points a game, 13, 13 rebounds, eight assists, uh, these are career numbers homeboy's putting up. Um, don't let that 42.6% on the three-pointer fool you. That's that's one attempt a game. I'm not even sure he believes he's a good three-point shooter. Uh, Sabonis was set to make, I don't know, $18, 20000000 million a year, give or take. And the Kings had some leftover uh, cap space um, after their offseason was over for this upcoming year. So they decided to dump some extra bread on him to entice him to, to re-sign uh, an extension. So renegotiation, add $10 million to your current expiring salary this year, and then lop on another, another four years, $200 million. So let's recap here. Um, Sabonis is a monster on the boards. He's actually facilitating offense better. Um, than he did even last year. And last year was a career year. Um, super solid. He is a stat stuffer. But how did this season end last year? The Warriors left him at the free throw line extended. He can't shoot threes. He ain't got no left hand. Is it left? He only goes left. I'm sorry. My bad. He only goes left. So if he's giving up buckets... I mean, if he's given up all the goodies on the inside, can't shoot the three, chokes on the free throw line extended when uh, when they give it to him. And he's proven Miles Turner was is one is one of the best defensive centers in the league. And that didn't work. So if you can't put Miles Turner next to him, then what do you put to try to uh, sew up that defense? I don't like the idea of him against Jokic for sure. The Warriors proved that they can, you know, poke a hole in that. 
and then um don't let the Mavs or somebody else it's just it's it, they paid him a four-year extension over a hundred almost 185 190 million dollars over the next four years after this year like that is crazy bananas to be clear Sabonis is a Sabonis is a 15 maybe 20 million dollar a year player um and they're paying him twice that that's good for number three on this list DeAndre Ayton number two for sure um I want to put him number one but we saved that one there's somebody special there in that top spot DeAndre Ayton DeAndre Ayton number two if I didn't let you guys know that this guy is averaging 13.8 points a game 10 rebounds 10 and a half okay yeah and 1.7 assists has not taken a three-pointer all season and i don't know how many foul attempts has he how many free throws has he shot total this whole year hold on let me uh let me put this out this dude has shot 47 free throws all season all season and he has played 31 minutes a game 31 i'm gonna leave that alone all right so my problem with deandre ayton is is that he don't shoot threes my problem with deandre ayton is you have to have a gun to his head to play any kind of serviceable defense not plus defense serviceable defense I don't think he likes basketball and he is getting paid currently 32 million 32.5 million dollars a year he's getting paid 70 million dollars over the next two years I don't even like to put players on this list with two years left but that is bad that is bad you can get players for that production you can get players under 10 million dollars a year for that production um one of my favorite guys uh is daniel gaffer i'm gonna put these guys up neck and neck so these are their actual numbers right here i'm putting on the head-to-head -head. uh but we got to measure them per 36. so per 36 points one and what steals one and what um rebounds one and what both a little over 11 a game per 36. daniel gaffer three blocks i mean daniel gaffer's a beast pretending uh protecting the paint and he's changing shots too he actually cares when he's out there so let never mind you the fact that daniel gafford i'm sorry he's on dallas right now daniel gafford makes 12 and a half million dollars this year and he makes 27 million dollars over the next two as opposed to deandre Aiden's 70 for the next two enough said the number one whipping boy coming in at the top spot for the win is my man Bradley Beal. Uh, Bradley Beal, I don't even need to say too much about him. See Zach Levine. What number was he? He was at number four. I think I had him at 
everything applies to Bradley Beal. That applies to Zach Levine. New bad contract before the extension even kicked in. Two guard, you can go get low budgets, some Jordan Clarkson, some Anthony Simons, some some Tyler Hero even. Um, I'd even mess with Jordan Poole, taboo to say, I know, but I'd mess with Jordan Poole over him because at least I think that I could salvage something out of Jordan Poole. The reason, the number one reason why people seem to forget he still holds the no trade clause, still holds the team hostage. They can't do nothing without asking Bradley Beal. Like, like the one, maybe two teams that you might be able to coax into taking him. Yeah, you got to run that right by him. And what's he going to say? Is it Miami? Is it the Lakers? Eh, I think I'm good. Like, come on, man. That is ridiculous. And to be clear, let's put it up for the fans to see. Bradley Beal makes $46.7 million this year. And over the next three years, it's $160 million over the next three years. He's an undersized shooting guard. His back is hurt every other week. I'm not mad at the guy. He took the money. The Wizards offer him that no trade clause. And then the Suns came through and traded for it. My dumbass, I thought that once he waived the no trade clause once, that at least Phoenix could turn around and trade him. Uh, at their discretion. Yeah, no. He still needs to be asked. Run that by him. Like, that's that's ridiculous. Um, top spot. Undisputable. I don't know how anybody... Like, the real way you, you, you gauge this, who would take Bradley Beal right now? I'm not sure. It's definitely less than one hand. And then by the time you turn around and have to ask him, negative value is an understatement. That wraps it up. I want the smoke. Uh, shoot us on Clutch Talk Pod on Twitter or my direct handle at Hot Take J408. It don't matter. Um, I want to hear from you guys, and uh, uh, you can shoot some holes in in my train of thought. But he's pretty undisputable. I mean, if somebody comes at me for Ben Simmons, I'm, I can't even I can't even hold you on it. But but um, but yeah, man, we're here for it, and uh, I appreciate your time today listening to uh to me put some of these dudes on blast and their badass contracts